what is it? What's the, his name? The, Mr. The comic? No. The, the the clown, the Oh man. Just let him go, it'll be fun and <laughs> see what he comes up with. <laughs> Welcome to Pulp Fliction, the top five episode. This is the one where, in honor of Captain America Civil War, which stars all kinds of your favorite Marvel superheroes, we are going to count down our top five favorite comic book hero portrayals. Really, just any superhero portrayals on movie screens, on TV screens. If an actor has played a superhero, they will be included on this list. So now, sorry, Al Pacino, you're not going to come up in this one. Actually, <laughs> oh, I not. knew it. Brandon no, found a way. It is not. I was going to try to see if I come up with something. But we are segue later on down the year when Suicide Squad comes out. We're going to do a villain's version of this. And actually, he could play a part in that. He was Oscar nominated for his villain role in Dick Tracy. Oh, I forgot about Dick Tracy. Yes. yes. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, okay, he was Any, good in that too. He was. Yeah. He was really, really good. Slapping Madonna's ass around. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome in it. Um, okay. Any stipulations you uh, guys have? Um, I stayed away from movies that were movies first, then made into a comic. The you know comics followed Star Wars, uh, and oh, Star Trek. Uh, you know, yeah, all kinds yeah of I didn't do any of that. Yeah. Um, I think that's basically it. Okay. You? No. Okay, this is going to be a fun list. Top five favorite comic book superhero portrayals. Jacob, you're number five. Here we go. Jumping in. <laughs> uh, my number five is Robert Downey Jr. I bet we have a lot of crossover. I don't think we will. Oh, okay. Well, Robert. <laughs> I really hated Robert Downey Jr., so I think we're good. Well, when you think about all the comic book movies, I mean... Uh, I feel like there's, it's a small amount, but at the same right. time, it's a big amount. I, I only say I would have thought that we'd have a lot of crossover when we were first doing this. Yeah. But when I came up with my top five, I was like, this is weird. I don't think y'all have mine. <laughs> I don't think y'all have my number one. I'll be surprised. But um, Y'all but have someone my like, number uh, one. Huh? Y'all will have my number one. Really? Oh, okay. Probably. Um, but um, Rub Down Jr. Yeah, I was going to say something else about. Um, the kind of crossover. Oh, it, is, it wasn't at the crossover. It's like we've actually already done a list about our top five comic book movies. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like our number oh, seven or eighth episode, even though it was like, I think it was our fourth podcast, but that oh, was right. before we were splitting them up in half. Yeah. Right. So uh, if you want to go check that out, that's a pretty good one uh, yeah. too. So it's kind of fun to talk about like these actors who are portraying these characters. And that's why we want to do this list, you know, to point out who nails the comic book. Look, look, we don't want, we don't really read that many comic books. I've, Sure, I collected cards as a kid, and Brandon read, uh, you know, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You know, we're familiar with some of these. You know, and so if they land the character, you know, I'm sure to a certain extent we can't defend all of them. But like from what I understand, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is a very good cast. You know, he's it's Robert Downey Jr. anyway, who is a good uh, actor when it comes to dialogue. His execution is on point. He's a smart ass. You know, he. Uh, and and supposedly he lands the Tony Stark character very well. I believe Tony Stark, the comic book character, is more of a more of a drunk, um, much more hot headed, hot tempered. Yeah, that that's and true. I think there are times that, that, they that Robert Downey Jr. can do that. You know, he does shoot from the hips quite a bit. Uh, well, he's certainly a um, oh a billionaire playboy in both the comic and the movies. But that's where Robert Downey Jr. is just perfectly, I think, perfectly casted for well, yeah. it. He's, and and he's been in so many of these movies so far. I think he is such a key element to all of these Marvel movies right now. Well, he was the beginning, basically, right. of this of this, this whole thing. Universe. Yeah, right. I mean, you can kind of put an asterisk to the the Hulk movies, but I think that's before they thought they would do these Avenger movies. Right. You know? But yes, I would agree with you. He was. I would think he is the benchmark when it comes to what started this, and I think it rejuvenated his career. Yeah, for um, sure it did. And honestly, it made Iron Man a bigger character than he really was before comic books. One million percent right? it did. Yeah, honestly, right. Robert J- Downey Jr. should get credit for taking what was really kind of a second-tier Marvel hero and turning him into one of the most popular heroes in the world. 
because he was playing Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That's what's so crazy. <laughs> he wasn't really playing Tony Stark. He had the elements. He was a billionaire, and he comes up with the. But who he's playing now? Robert Downey Jr. is super likable, and right. he's really funny. He he can play a, a funny jackass so well. And so he's great, and everybody likes him, but he's really just kind of playing Robert Downey Jr. So it's just funny to me that Robert Downey Jr. played Robert Downey Jr. and in doing so made Iron Man uh, iconic. I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it weird. makes sense. Makes sense. This could have been avoided if you hadn't played with no, something you don't I'm understand. Sorry. I'm sorry. It is funny. It's a hoot that you don't get why we need this. Tony, maybe this might not be the time. Really? That's it. You just roll over, show your belly every time somebody snarls. Only when I've created a murder bot. We didn't. We weren't even close. Were we close to an interface? Well, you did something right. And you did it right here. The Avengers were supposed to be different than she. Anybody remember when I carried a nuke through a wormhole? No, it's never come up. Save no, New York? Never heard that. Recall that? A hostile alien army came charging through a hole in space. We're standing 300 feet below it. We're the Avengers. We can bust arms dealers all the live long day, but that up there, that's that's the end game. How are you guys planning on beating them? Um, but I, I really enjoy, you know, look, I don't like Iron Man 3, and I don't really care much for Iron Man 2. Agreed. I, I didn't have as many issues as a lot of critics had with the second one, but I always enjoy when he's on screen because of his execution of dialogue. He's a techie guy, and I like to, you know, techie type stuff. Now, look, this is not real shit. So, <laughs> what? Uh, I know, right? Mind blown. <laughs> but, uh, but you, he's so, so much fun to be, to be in the movie. And look, we just got through watching uh, Civil War, and I really feel like for the first time, like there were some really sad moments uh, with his character in particular. In fact, one of the saddest lines, which they spoiled in the trailer. You know, why are you doing this Captain America kind of thing? And he's like, you know, Bucky's my friend. And he's like, so was I. You know, it's just, it was such a, I mean, it's so simple, but perfectly yeah. written. And and you feel sadness, too, for for his character. And so, you know, he's just very well cast, very likable. Um, that's my number five. Nice choice. I assume that we will hear that choice again. Rachel, you're number five favorite superhero portrayal this is the only one that's a little bit it's it's just kind of an interesting pick but i do really love idris elba as heimendahl in the thor movies oh good choice um about him but yeah. i i thought yeah. that the Dominant first yeah, yeah I, I thought the first thor movie fell pretty flat honestly he was my favorite part of it because they're he all was, stuck out in the desert <laughs> he he was an amazing badass and then he the was. second one when there's a freaking invisible ship and he just reaches up and grabs yeah, it and then starts was. kicking ass so i was like yeah. oh my gosh this is the coolest <laughs> thing i've yeah. ever seen um and i'm sure some of that has to do with my love for idris elba but i do feel like this is a character that as the gatekeeper did not it didn't have to be a really a notable character but yeah. i feel like everybody i've talked to was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Like, everybody kind of noticed him whether they knew who Idris Elba was before yeah. that or not because he made something out of this. Could be just could a, a throwaway yeah, a throw character. character. Just kind of a, just another guy. But I feel like everybody that saw it was like, oh, yeah, I really like the gatekeeper. He was awesome. So. Are you the gatekeeper? I am the key, the key master. master. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that, and I think that's a testament to Idris Elba and his acting ability. And I think really more did. so just his presence. Yeah, because yeah, we know he can act, a, but he's such great presence. And we, we saw that in the Jungle Book when it's just his voice. Yes. His commanding voice. Yes. He's, just he's, so like, he's powerful. like six foot three or four yeah. and, he's, and he's stacked. I mean, so, I mean, anytime he's on screen, he commands presence. He I, does. I, I really and enjoy even, that. And even when he's going up against Thor, who's like the biggest badass, yeah. like he's still like, oh, this dude. Could maybe take he could maybe take Thor right like just because of Idris like you said is such a great presence. You would defy the commands of Loki, our king. Break every oath you have taken as warriors and commit treason to bring Thor back. Yes. Good. So you'll help us. I am bound by honor to our king. I cannot open the bridge to you. Complicated fellow, isn't he? Good pick. Thank you. Interesting pick. Yeah, Thank I you. love it. Out of left field. I didn't I even think it. about him. Because it's, it's cool that we have a secondary character, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, we're never going to have a, a uh, what's his name? 
Heimendahl. Heimendahl. I was thinking that was the yeah. name of the city, but we're never going to have a Heimendahl movie. No. Right. So to have a secondary character as yeah. in your list, I, I mean, I love it because yeah. often you're supporting casts, the ones that are your most favorite. And right? I do wonder yeah. if, because he's becoming a more recognizable name, if he'll get more face time. Hey, as much if we can keep dropping his name and let people more and more people know about Idris Elba, the happier I am with that because the guy's awesome. He really yeah. is. All right. My number five pick is Andy purely... Andy Stringer-Bell. <laughs> Andy with Stringer-Bell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my number five favorite superhero portrayal, this is not due to acting ability. This is due to nostalgia, and this is due to one of my first crushes as a kid, so... I really thought you were going Popeye here, but I hope that I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, would Popeye be considered a superhero? I thought he was a cartoon character first. Wait, well, no, no, comic book strip. Comic yeah, strip, right? He was a comic strip. I don't know anything about Popeye's history. Yeah, he was so. a comic book strip. But he has super strength. Shit. I got to redo my list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're laughing at me or you feel I nailed it. At you. (laughs) Totally at you. (laughs) But my number five favorite... (laughs) I am going to... My number five favorite uh, superhero portrayal is Linda Carter from Wonder Woman, the TV series, the 1970s series. I I thought about including her as well, actually. She was awesome. From 1975 to 1979, Wonder Woman was a huge hit on TV. And when anybody thinks of Wonder Woman, you know, you got Gal Gadot, who's going to be the new Wonder Woman. But whenever anyone thinks of Wonder Woman, they think of Linda Carter. Yeah. They're like synonymous with one another. Oh, yeah. Um, Brandon had a huge crush on her because he was about 13 in 1970. There it is. Look at that outfit, too, man. Ah, so hot. (laughs) That had to be fairly risque, I would think, in the 70s. 13 sounds kind of young. For 1970, I don't know. <laughs> um, but Linda Carter was a super. She was actually Miss World USA, so I mean, she she had a beauty background and an acting background. And it was she the the greatest actress ever? No, but she owned. She was tall and hot, and she played the Amazonian princess really well. She was good enough. I had a crush on her. And it makes She's who I will forever think of as Wonder Woman yes. first. Regardless of who plays her from here on out, that's who I'll always picture first. I totally agree. I mean, it's kind of like Christopher Reeves, to be honest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, and kids these days will be like, what? Hey. I honestly, I bet yeah. there's a lot of character actors that come up on this list that if whenever someone replaces them, you'll always just think of that. For yeah. the most part, you'll think of the... There might be some exceptions, but you always think of the first. Oh, yeah. yeah. You always Absolutely. remember your first. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Linda Carter was my first. <laughs> no offense of my no offense. Sorry, of my sorry Missy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this really hasn't developed into a very good day, has it? And your friend's pictures didn't turn out too well. You're about to tell me everything you know. Jacob, your number four <laughs> favorite superhero portrayal of all time. <laughs> um, hey, it's the Merc with the Mouth. I, it's Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I think... Look, I, don't, I didn't read a lot of Deadpool comics, and so I really learned about this character, you know, way later on, I guess in the last, I'll just say in the last 10 years since he was in Wolver, uh, X-Men, let's see, Wolverine Origins. Um, and that, you know, he's mouthy. He's, uh, you know, I mean, he's great comic relief. And then we had this Deadpool movie that came out this year. And, I mean, Ryan Reynolds has studied the character for years. He's, I'm pretty sure he's a big fan of the character. And I think he nailed it, nailed it. Um, and... You know, I thought Deadpool the movie was okay, um, but I thought Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. I mean, it's it's one of the best. I'll throw in on this because he's also my number four. Oh, he's cool. also my number four. Oh, Whoa. nice! That is the first time in Pulp Fiction history <laughs> that we've had a complete sweep for the. That's same a cherry, number. cherry, cherry right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Did you purposely say cherry because we're talking about my first? <laughs> you gonna do a superhero landing wait for it 
superhero landing. Yeah, that's really hard on your knees. Totally impractical. They all do it. You're a lovely lady, but I'm saving myself for Francis. That's why I brought him. I prefer not to hit a woman, so please play. I mean, that's why I brought her? Oh no, finish your tweet. It's not, it's not, just give us a second. There you go, hashtag it. Go get her, Tiger. So pity the dude who pressures her into prom sex. I didn't know anything about Deadpool going into Deadpool. And after seeing the movie, I was like, maybe I need to read these comics just based on his performance and how freaking unique character. Yeah. The character itself is apparently really because I looked up information about the character to see like how closely they stayed to that character. Um, and it seemed pretty spot on from what I read. And then Ryan Reynolds just, he was perfect for it. This was the role he was born to play. Yes. Ryan Reynolds is at his best when he's a wise ass. Like, no, he is no just the perfect wise ass. And that's what Deadpool is. And he can pull off because of his, uh, you know, he's tall, he's, you know, he's cut. He's stacked, man. So. I mean, you don't think the proposal do- was his perfect role? <laughs> <laughs> so he can do the physical part, but. It, you know, as far as just being a, a jackass and being funny, he's perfect for it. And Deadpool, that movie could have been a disaster. It could have been yes. if it was given to the wrong actor. Yeah. Because the the hero himself, well, Deadpool is popular with comic book fans. He doesn't have the widespread appeal. There's not a lot, a lot of, of redeeming qualities to the character of no. Deadpool. So he has to have an innate charm. Well, right. everything he's doing, he's doing a lot of really disgusting, kind of despicable things. He's got a foul mouth. He's an anti-hero. Yeah. He's yeah. an anti-hero, exactly. So if you hand that to the wrong person... Oh, you're it, right. It it could, if somebody else would have played Deadpool, it wouldn't be the huge blockbuster that it is. It wouldn't have not at all got the the reviews that it got, the word of mouth that, that it got, and the box office that it got. It, it's purely because of Ryan Reynolds. Right. Yeah. I mean, the script was good and all those things, but you have to have an actor who can do what he did uh, to know the character. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Good. Wow, that's crazy. Well, it's back to you, oh, Jacob. Hey, back to me. Your number three favorite <laughs> superhero portrayal of all time. Uh, my number three is actually Christopher Reeves. Um, I We just said it a minute ago, whenever I think of Superman, that's the first one I always go back to. And really, for I kind of feel like decades... That was our only superhero movie, right? Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, you had crappy ones, but it was the only successful big-time superhero. And it was the only big superhero that was really put... You know, because you had some... Uh, let's just throw out Howard the Duck. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's a good point. You, you had some, some superhero movies that weren't really big superheroes, especially not in the Marvel and DC world, like the iconic ones. Isn't it weird that it took so long Between, for the likes of yeah. Spider-Man, Batman, Captain America? X-Men. Because I think X-Men came out in like 99-ish and then Spider-Man followed within a year or so after that. I mean, yeah, I think X-Men we, was 2000. Well, we kind of had our Batman movies, so We had our Batman movies in 89. Well, yeah, it was 89. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just I, I, for some reason, I, I was thinking of the I mean, when you think of the original you know, movie as being Superman. Yeah. Of course, there were the Batman TV series, but that's uh, yeah. seems a little bit different. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I just whenever I think of so, let's say Superman came out in 1978. The second one came in like 1980, 81. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yep. And uh, I group that. I, I the second movie in just as much as with the first one. I, mean, I actually like the second one more than the first. One. Oh, because Zod's great. Yeah, he's a, yeah. I mean, All three of the villains are great. The whole crew. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna do our top five list for villains after we watch Suicide Squad in August. So Zod might come up again because yeah. he was a great, great villain. Yeah. But when you talk about Christopher Reeve as Superman, and look, look, let's compare him right now to to Cavill, and uh, in these Zack Snyder Superman movies, Man of Steel. Oh, look, it's not even a comparison. I, is it? I still think he's he looks the part. He looks he, perfect for I it. I think yeah. he can act well. How they're writing him as the character, yeah, and how Zack Snyder's directing the character is a completely disaster and wrong Agreed. because when you look at Christopher Reeves, he, and you probably can say this better than I can, Brandon, about 
he represents what Superman's all about so well. Yes. You said this before when we reviewed Batman v Superman that, you know, he's about justice. Yeah, truth, justice in the go. American way. There you go. I mean, that's what, he, that's what he stands for. That's what he's all about. Right, and he wants to protect people. And, like, you see the emotions come out of Christopher Reeve yeah. when he's, like, you know, when he's yelling at Zod and say, the second, in the second Superman movie, and he's like, they're, they're people, they're innocent, don't harm them. You know, when they have yeah. that big street fight yeah. in New York? Yes. Uh, I mean, you can, and that, that really just shows how, how Superman is. And Christopher Reeve was so perfect, so perfect for that, yeah. for that role. That I, street fight in New York would be one of my top five favorite superhero scenes of all time. Well, what's great about that, too, is that like you know when they throw Superman into a building, he just kind of cracks up against the bricks. They don't throw him through a building, and the yeah. building falls all yeah. over, thousands He's, of people killing them. Yeah, and that's and, the Michael Bay effect. Exactly, exactly. And so well, that's a whole other tangent. But yeah. I, I just have always loved Christopher Reeve. When I think of comic book characters, I mean, how do you... He's one of the first, I think, of... Yeah. And it was truly an honor to watch him play that role... And look, I never saw the third and the fourth movie. I never had any reason to, even as a kid, it just didn't come up. It's like I don't. My, it's like my parents knew. You just don't talk about that, you know. Yeah, you're um, not missing anything. But I did watch those first two movies pretty religiously. Yeah. Oh, me too. I watched um, them as over a kid. and over again. Yeah. Same here. Directed by uh, Richard. Directed Donner. by Richard Donner. Yeah. Um, so anyway, great, great movie. Who great. is one of my picks for top five favorite underrated directors? That's right. Hey, y'all should go check out that episode. You should. <laughs> it came you should. out last. Came out a week ago. Rachel, your number three favorite superhero portrayal of all time. It's maybe overrated, but I really liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I just hey, really I did. I kind of fell in love with Andrew Garfield forever now. And that's probably part of the reason why I like 99 Homes as much as I did, even though <laughs> you liked it too, so it wasn't yeah. just me. But I just think Andrew Garfield's one-dimensional is why I give you the look. You know, I, I thought and, he was great as Spider-Man. Well, because he can play the, the techie guy. Look, he got that from Social Network, it seems like. Yeah. You know, he's he's quick. He's actually a lot like Robert Downey Jr. He he's, can be quick with executing dialogue. And honestly, I think he looks like the lanky Spider-Man. I like yeah. that look of him yeah. in the character, yeah. too. Sorry, yeah. Richard, though. <laughs> I, I just think he has a natural charisma about him. I think they, because we didn't have this new Spider-Man, I felt like... He was a lot closer to what Spider-Man was supposed yes. to be, which was I agree with that too. appealing yes. already. The solution I'm thinking of is more radical. No one? Cross-species genetics. <laughs> person gets Parkinson's when the brain cells that produce dopamine start to disappear. But a zebrafish has the ability to regenerate cells on command. If you could somehow give this ability to the woman you're talking about, that's that. She's she's curing herself. Yeah, you just have to look past the gills on her neck. <laughs> and you are? He's one of Midtown Science's best and brightest. Really? He's second in his class. Oh. Second? Yeah. You sure about that? I'm pretty sure. I thought that because they paired him with uh, Emma Stone, who was his real life girlfriend, obviously they had great chemistry on screen, which made me like him even more. Yeah. Um, I thought that he just got, it, it was unfairly judged because of the reboot. Yes. And it still wasn't going to be part of the Marvel universe and they did it anyway. But I feel like he got unfairly judged for that. But I thought that he did a really good job as Spider-Man and I was sad to see him go, but uh, new guy, can't think of his Tom name. Holland. Tom Holland's going to do it. You know, a, a fantastic you're right, job though. as well. Yeah, I mean, you're right because one thing that we liked about uh, immediately we noticed with Tom Holland was that he had like the one-liners that were working great, mm -hmm. and I kind of feel like Andrew Garfield had all kinds of those one-liners and how how Spider-Man is. He talks yeah. a lot while fighting. Yes. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah, 100%. right. And so um, that didn't bother me at all. And look, I give Andrew Garfield a lot of shit just because because it, it kind of teases you. Really, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't mind Andrew Garfield, and I didn't mind him at all as just, as an amazing Spider-Man at all. I actually think those movies are a little underrated. And then yeah. you're right, you I, nailed I, it. It gets a lot of grief because they rebooted it so quickly. Yeah, I I thought that he was. I bought him as Heck smart, funny, caring. Yes. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Amazing Spider-Man. But I thought that the emotion he showed when um, Gwen Stacy dies, like I bought that. Mm -hmm. I, I just thought he did a really good job. And I'm, I wish more people would have recognized that for him because it wasn't really his fault. His, his reviews were actually really, really strong. 
critics really, really liked Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. They really liked the leads, especially for the first Amazing Spider-Man. Really, the only negative things ever said was that it was rebooted. Right. That but was really the only bad thing about it. With the movie. Now, uh, the the villain in the second one, was that was all yeah, wrong and awful. Yeah, the, the they did. Movie, but, but, uh, yeah, he did. That was bad. But, but yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man, the first one, was really, really good. And Andrew Garfield was great. And I was so happy because I was like, Tobey Maguire did some good things. And he was our first Spider-Man, so I was happy with him. But then I saw Andrew Garfield. I was like, yes. All right, he's capturing kind of the soul of Peter Parker and Spider-Man better because he's a better actor than Tobey Maguire is. And because he showed the sensitive side, the sweet side, the caring, the smart side, all those things so much better. And definitely the humor. I loved Andrew Garfield, and I thought, awesome. We got, like, the Spider-Man. And so I really, really, really enjoy Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Cool. Me too. And I thought he was going to be my favorite Spider-Man until my number three favorite superhero Already? portrayal. After 20 minutes, this is ridiculous. I know it seems ridiculous. Oh, it was, I, thought, I thought it was awesome. He did. He really did. He fantastic. was fantastic. The one thing that Andrew Garfield, and this isn't his fault. Tom Holland is who he's talking about, by the way. Yes. My number three is Tom <laughs> Holland as Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. Uh, we've only seen him in 20 minutes, three total scenes in Captain America Civil War. But as a Spidey fanboy, I got to say, this already I can tell is going to be the perfect. I mean, it's Marvel. Marvel knows their heroes. And they had creative control. And this was, I mean, they went through the ringer to find the perfect Peter Parker Spider-Man. And they did. I can tell you after 20 minutes, as much as I loved Andrew Garfield, and I truly did, um, the one thing that Andrew Garfield just there's no, he's he's not, not young, young enough yeah he's not young enough and the one thing about Andrew Garfield he's kind of a brooder he broods a little bit and Peter Parker wasn't brooding at all and that's not really Andrew Garfield's fault it's just kind of a natural right. thing with him but like the youthful exuberance and bright eyed uh, charm and and all that stuff that's Spider Man and I mean. Five minutes after watching this kid, I was like, "That that is Peter Parker." Like, and and like in the bedroom, not even fighting. Like in, yes. in, the, in his bedroom, talking to Tony Stark. Yes. you see, like the like he's just like a kid. He's yes. like an animated, happy, good, you know, innocent kid. Yes, it's just sweet, good-hearted. But fun. did you notice how the minute that Tony Stark said, "Like, okay, so what are you all about?" and he kind of goes into, "Well, why, like, why do you why do you wear a mask?" and he goes into like you know protecting, like you saw like a, a glimpse of like good acting, like yes. how important it was to yeah. him as well. Yes, and it's just like wow, like just in, in just five minutes they explain this character. It, yes. It's so a, a very important character, and they and they had the humorous, you know, because Spider Man Peter Parker has to be funny. He's got to be witty, and so he got that, and especially when we see him fight. Like, you know, oh, they, gosh, and, awesome. and he deliver those lines so well, just like I feel like when I'm reading Spider-Man comics, like, oh, that's how he would deliver that line. Yeah. And that's like the sound he would have in his voice. But, you know, he had that back and forth with Robert Downey Jr., uh, Tony Stark. But you're right. When it got like serious, you saw his heart and you saw like the, you know, the dramatic piece come out of him. I, I'm really, really excited about Tom Holland. Everything that I'd read leading up to Captain America Civil War. I mean, people were going nuts about him, saying that this is the perfect Spider-Man. I was like, I mean, I hope these people know Spider-Man like I know Spider-Man who are saying this, because I hope they're right. But, I mean, he's 20 minutes in, and he's already my number three. And I can tell you, if after Homecoming comes out, if if it goes as well as I hope it does, I mean, he could he could replace my number one. It was, it was fun to watch, man. Yeah. I was actually really disappointed that, that Tony Stark sent him home. Yeah, I, was, I wanted, wanted to see him in the rest of the and, movie, and that's what, and all the reviewers like you're left wanting more, and it's exactly they said they performed like because people were you know they were worried about Spider-Man uh, Overkill because of the reboots so back to back, and that people weren't going to want another Spider-Man, but all the reviewers like they actually leave you wanting more Spider-Man, and now you can't wait till Homecoming Pretty comes cool. out. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm pumped about him. Jacob, your number two favorite superhero portrayal of all time. Um, it is my favorite superhero. It's it's uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine, I, I he's just one of the coolest characters, and I tend to like those tough ass kind of characters, uh, whether in, in all stories. 
look at movies like Braveheart. Oh shoot, Daniel Playmu. I mean, yeah, just yeah, just they. Can oh, be- Hugh Jackman slash Wolverine is definitely probably the biggest badass. And, and I there love is. so much. Yes, and I love so much how Hugh Jackman has played this character for over a decade. Shoot. Almost two decades now, because when did the first X Men come out? Ninety five, ninety. Oh, we just talked about that. Ninety eight, probably. Yeah, somewhere in there. And I look. Here's the one argument that fanboys have: uh, uh, is that uh, he's too tall. Okay, well, if that's your only complaint, because yeah, Wolverine's supposed to be a shorter. Yeah, guy. he's supposed to be short, but I mean, what but you, come on, Peter Dinklage because exactly play? right. So <laughs> it's going to be hard to find an intimidating like five foot four beefy guy. <laughs> Screw hey, you, Tom Hardy, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but look, other than that, I mean, uh, Hugh Jackman, which is really funny because you see him play the um, the movie with Meg Ryan, where he has his real proper. English accent. Oh my gosh, my mom know? loves that movie. Or when movie. you see Hugh Jackman. Oh, a, wait. Nope. My mom loves it. that movie. It's like, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's very Kate, much a mom. Kate Leopold. Kate Leopold. Yeah. Yes. Or, or when you see Hugh Jackman. You In know, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. uh, when you, uh, when you see Hugh Jackman dancing on stage at the Oscars, because you know, yeah. he's, uh, he does he's a lot musical of stuff. Uh, yeah. A lot of musical stuff. theater. I mean, it's just so strange because when he goes into Wolverine mode, it could not be more convincing, especially yeah. when he's an asshole. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, one, yeah. Of the, one of the greatest scenes in all of his roles, movies, whatever, what is when say. they approach him yep. in the first oh, reboot of the X-Men series, and he just tells him to fuck off. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. awesome. And that was his only that scene was his in that only, It was a cameo. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um, you know, and when you think about the very first x-men movie where you know he kind of meets rogue and he wants nothing to do with anybody he's a you know he's a loner he's yeah. independent he's a jerk yeah. um he's just kind of making his own way because he's been alive for over 100 years or however long he's been alive for yeah. but then they show him that he can't help but also kind of feel sorry for some people or he he's a nice guy he just doesn't come off with it very well so right. you know he kind of takes her under his wing and i just think hugh jackman just has done such a great job. I'm so sad that, you know, we're getting just one more and he's done. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, pass it on to the next actor, it which sucks. I'm sure they'll do just fine. But yeah, he, but it won't be the same. But man, when when that guy gets ripped up for this role. Dude, he is crazy. crazy. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. And, and it sucks that we're never going to get to see him in the Marvel universe. I know. I know. It especially sucks. because Wolverine has such a big role in the infinity gauntlet yeah, series. That's a rip off. And it's just, it's just too bad. And I uh, look, and what stinks also is that there's not very, most of the, those Wolverine movies are not good. You know, Wolverine's no. origins, uh, origins blue uh, was not good. The, the Wolverine where he's in, goes back in, no, wait, blue. Does go back in time, but he's in, he's in Japan or something like that. Yeah. Blue. Um, they, it was also bad. Strange movie, good. strange storyline, you know, then a couple of the X-Men movies sucked. Right. The third one was awful. Yeah, the third one sucked. Um, the first two were really good. Yeah, the first two were great. These these new, these these reboots new have been amazing. Awesome. Uh, so I, and I love how he was in Days of Future Past. You know, his, yeah. he was a much bigger role. Yeah. Uh, you know, they sending him back in time. That was just kind of a cool concept because you see them in their original kind of X-Men, white, yeah. yellow and blue outfits. Uh, but again, I, I just got to emphasize how how great Hugh Jackman has played that, that character. It's just been fun to watch. And Wolverine's such a, to me, such a cool character because he's such a dick. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he is. That's a, that's a really, really good choice. Rachel, your number two favorite superhero. Portrayal. I, I got to give it to Robert Downey Jr. Nice. For all the reasons we've all discussed. But really, if you said you were an Iron Man fan before, You'd be lying. No, you didn't read Iron Man comics. Nobody read Iron Man comics. (laughs) You'd be like, like, how could anyone move in that metal suit? (laughs) (laughs) You like Robert Downey Jr. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody likes Robert Downey Jr. Because he's a super likable guy. He's a funny jackass. He's made Iron Man what he is. And and there's so many people now that are like, oh, Iron Man's my favorite superhero. I'm like, no. Robert Downey Jr. is your favorite superhero, <laughs> and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's, totally, that's absolutely <laughs> let's, true. Let's say what it is. I mean, he, he completely made that, and I don't know if if the what we're watching now with the whole series of Marvel movies would have even become 
what it what it has become without them kicking it off with Robert yeah, Downey Jr. That's I true. mean, they kind of owe this franchise to that performance yeah. to that very first Iron Man movie because and to an underrated director in John, John Favreau. Favreau. That's true. That's true. John Favreau. <laughs> I'm so, I thought either he or Andrew Garfield would be your number one. I'm so confused. Bum, now. bum, bum. <laughs> I thought for sure he or Andrew Garfield would be. Wait, I think I know it. My number two favorite under. Or, you got me talking about underrated director. I was about to say my <laughs> number two favorite underrated director. My number two favorite superhero portrayal of all time is Bill Bixby as Bruce Banner, the Incredible Hulk from the old TV show. Nice. I mean, I can't argue that because you were, you were, you were, you were probably had a bigger reaction in the room that you couldn't see that really, I didn't know where we were going Honestly, with that. I, I, the, y'all both I forgot so all about it. And it just came. And then, and then once, once you realized what I saw, I was like, fine. <laughs> that's yeah. that's, that's you were cool, alive bro. to watch it, man. That's cool, bro. Whatever. <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> I, I assume that neither of you guys ever watched this, right? Uh, you know what? I, I know I watched... I mean, okay, it was on from 78 to 82. And I either watched live episodes... I'm pretty sure I watched reruns. Uh, so, yes, I did watch a couple of shows as a kid, but I don't remember anything outside I mean, of... Brandon was 20 at the time. Outside though, of... So he remembers, yeah, exactly, right? He remembers It's, it's just like it was yesterday, right, bud? This is actual a dual <laughs> thing. It's actually Bill Bixie slash Lou Ferrigno. As Bruce Banner. That's slash, who I'm thinking. That's who I was. Why I was like, who's Bill Bixby? Well, Bill Bixby played the Bruce Banner version, and the, you know, right? Because it wasn't CGI. he was little. Yeah, yeah. he was little, and then Lou Ferrigno played the Incredible Hulk. I didn't know that. Actually. Apparently, yeah. nobody cared about Bruce Banner because I have no idea who that yeah. guy is. But I absolutely <laughs> completely was right on this. Yes, oh, I had no man. clue. It's so funny because, you know, we talked about how there was a lack of superhero movies back in the day, but there was a lot of TV shows. There is the Incre- the Incredible Hulk was a big hit. Oh, so yeah. was Wonder was... Woman. So was the original Batman, Superman. 18. 18. Superman had a, a TV show. Spider-Man actually had a TV show. I mean, there was a lot of TV shows, just not uh, movies. But I loved, as a kid growing up, Spider-Man was always my number one, but Hulk was my number two favorite superhero as a kid. A lot of this was big. Oh yeah, dude. Lou Ferrigno, man. That is awesome. Yeah, Lou there's Frigno a picture is, on IMDb. You really should it's watch. It's brutally awesome. Uh, it's brutally awesome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but wow. I mean, talk about practical effects. I mean, it is literally. He's got a green. Dude. He's got green loafers on. Yeah, he, he's painted in. in <laughs> that is in great. Blue, he's painted in green makeup. But as a kid, Lou Ferrigno was larger than life, and I mean, I remember I can. I can hum you the the theme music. I oh, we did watch that. Man. It's on. It's on Netflix. Remember, we watched the yeah, opening. Yeah, we did. It? Yeah, I love the Lonely Man music. Uh, the the iconic catchphrase: "Don't make me mad. You won't like me when I'm mad." That comes from this TV show. This institute is private Doctor, property. If you know anything about this creature, it is your duty to report that to the police. You're letting your imagination run away with you now. I have never seen this creature that you're talking about. Forgive me, Doctor, but I am calling you a liar. Mr. McGee! Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And as a kid growing up, the Hulk was so freaking cool. And a lot of that came from me watching the TV show. And uh, Bill Bixby was a pretty solid actor. I mean, he was actually pretty good. And then Lou Ferrigno He wasn't was as just, big as Lou Ferrigno, though. Uh, Lou Ferrigno was freaking awesome. And he's the one that mm. stood the test of time. Yeah, he was, and Lou Ferrigno, I mean, he was kind of the Arnold Schwarzenegger back then. I mean, he was a I had no clue there were champion. two different actors. Yeah, because one had to play... I mean, there's I mean, no it special makes effects. Now, but one had I, to play one and one had to play the other. I, and like the... When he would be turning, like his eyes would would start glowing, and you'd yeah. hear this like beep, and he would like transform into the Hulk. His clothes would start breaking. Really? Oh, dude, it's so freaking cool. So, does it hold up very well when you rewatched it? Some of um, it? I only watched the pilot episode. Oh, so that'd be a tough one to judge uh, yeah. On. So it'd be hard to say. I would be curious to see. You know, and when I watched it, I watched it through the lens of I freaking love this no matter what. Yeah. So I'd be curious if you if you watched it. <laughs> Rachel says no. I'd be curious. <laughs> I feel if you like watched we it. watched part of that episode and they were like, we kind of uh, fast forward when you and me watched it together. Though we kind of uh, fast forward. Shut up. You're, you're the worst. <laughs> hey man, uh, I imagine I'm with Rachel on though. this. 
It's your childhood, though. You gotta love it. I, I loved it, and I and I always love. And and I'm not alone. It was a hit hit TV show. So there you go. The Incredible Hulk, Bill Bixby slash Lou Frigno. I think I know Jacob's number one, but I hope I'm wrong. Actually, I might be wrong. What? I, actually, now that I think about it, I don't think that you're super high on him. I was going to say I think it's Christian Bale as Batman. No. But now that I think about it, you actually never really talked that glowingly about no. him. No. In fact, he's not even on my honorable mention. Good. Yeah. He's right. my number one. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, my number one is pretty sh- – I think it's it's way – it's not out there. Well, it's Ron Perlman as Hellboy. I knew oh, you loved Ron known Perlman. That. He has talked about Ron Perlman Several times. as Hellboy very – yeah. And he was a great oh, Hellboy. He made me like Hellboy. Dude, okay. So Hellboy is directed by Guillermo del Toro and yeah. Toro. I I just think Ron Perlman is one of the most perfect. Well, all these have been perfectly casted, uh, uh, but he really is. But he really, he really, really is yeah. because of this low voice yeah. and this strong jawline. Yes, and his either irony or his sarcasm. There it is. Yeah, How he's Hellboy very sarcastic. is so yeah. cynical, but yeah, he's very uh, cynical. In, individual and well, actually a lot like Wolverine in some ways. Yeah, and goes against the grain. Look, agent, I know you don't like me, but I could take away your badge. Never had one. Kept asking, though. You will learn to obey me, follow protocol, and stay focused at all times. Uh, that word, focused? Yeah, with your accent? I wouldn't use it that much. I knew Professor Broom, young man. You didn't know Professor Broom? Yes, I did. Shut After up. my Shut accident, up. he designed this contingency. A wonderful man. And even then, he was very hey, much for future. He... Stop it. Right now. Oh, what? Are you threatening me? Because I think I can take you. Excuse me? You heard me. I couldn't hear you from, uh, from all the way over there. I can take you because you have one fatal flaw. Oh, I want to hear it. No, you don't. You can't take criticism. Try me. Can't take it. What's my flaw? Your temper. It gets the best of you. Makes you weak. Makes you vulnerable. Oh, crap. You're Hang in there, will you? Your hand. Your hand! Damn. And Hellboy is such a unique comic books. Look, I never read the comic. I'm going to try to act like I, I read the comic series. Um, I just love both movies. Del Toro did great with both movies. Those stories are so out there because you're dealing with the devil and, well, I guess spiritual type elements. Right. Then you mix in mutant type elements as well when you have, oh, oh, like some of Blair's uh, Liz Sherman and Doug Jones's Abe's uh, Sapien. They're just weird out there characters. And this has a lot of sci-fi to it to me as well. It's just a, a, a kind of a cool mixture of sci-fi, comic, spiritual genre kind of things. Yeah. Because Hellboy is supposed to be, I believe, the son of the devil. If I remember correctly, yeah, I, that was my understanding. And he's so cool looking with. If I'm not even yeah, talking about the, the actor, the effects were really the yeah, makeup was great. Yeah, for him. And, and like you have the sawed off horns. I just think he's so unique. So I, he is. I think I'm really, uh, I really, really love the character of Hellboy mm-hmm. as much as I love Ron Perlman acting in him as him. But whenever and like I didn't look at, I didn't study a whole lot of lists because we didn't. We kind of came up with this list last minute. And uh, usually I try and read something on him. But I believe right. people think that Ron Perman was like, you know, is one of the most perfectly casted for all these comic characters. I think I have read that before. Right. At least in reading IMDb trivia whenever I watch this movie. Um, I just think Ron Perlman, who if you don't if you're not really familiar with who he is, you know, if you watch Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. I'm not really Play- sure what other things he's been. He's not obviously he's not your your 
typical leading man. Exactly. Yeah. He, he's no. not your. He's not a good looking dude. <laughs> right. He's unique. <laughs> uh, he got unique features. Is that yeah. big ass chin? Really huge chin. In a way. Well, yeah. Anyway, huge uh, head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just. Uh, well, I've said it over and over again. I, I I think Hellboy is such a cool cool character, and Ron Perlman nails it. Especially just just being just so against. Just does what he wants to do. Doesn't yeah. care. Crack a beer. Yeah. Um, and just beat the shit out of someone. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. He's fearless. I mean, everything about him is so cool. That's a good choice. I, I, I wish I would have. I, I remember. Yeah, we should have known so that. Times, and also that. very underrated movies. And unfortunately, yeah, I are. think forgotten movies. They are. And they're so cool. Sure. But you know so, what, though? It's a, so cool at capturing unique things like that. It's a testament, though, I think, to Del Toro and to Ron Perlman that there was a string. I mean, were, there's three of them. No, there's only two. Is there only two? Yeah, I felt like there was three. There uh, may have been talk about a third. Uh, I'm not really sure, but um, but the no, fact that that it was successful enough to have a sequel. I mean, I think that they made a profit. I'm pretty sure that they made decent amount of money, and this is for a character who isn't really well known with mainstream audiences, at least. Yeah, uh, Hellboy was made for. Uh, sixty-six million dollars. Of course, opening weekend, it was twenty-three. Oh shoot, it was uh, fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. So not really. I mean, maybe when you put in worldwide, but fifty-nine is not terrible for that. But the budget's pretty high. Uh, the budget for the second was eighty-five, and oh. it grossed seventy-five. Okay, oh, but still both losses. That's too yeah, bad. That's yeah. a loss. But but still, I mean, look at that. I mean. Hellboy made $76 million, the second one. That's a decent amount of money for an unknown. Even though it lost part, money. Even though it lost money. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I bet you they ended up pulling a profit, though, when you put in worldwide uh, numbers in it. Probably, probably so. Rachel, your number one favorite superhero portrayal of all time. You going to take a stab at it? I think it's either going to be Hugh Jackman as Wolverine... I'm pretty sure that's what it is, but maybe Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. It is Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah, I, 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 after I said that about Andrew Garfield and uh, your number two, I remembered how much you like Hugh Jackman. Well, and here's the deal. We were an X-Men family. Like, we just were. All of us were into X-Men. My brother and my two cousins, which I spent most of my time with as a kid. We all loved X-Men. And to be honest, the actors and the portrayals of the characters in the first movie i thought were hit and miss like patrick stewart and ian mckellen were great yes i wasn't a big fan of famke jansen as jean gray or and i love james marston and maybe it's because cyclops is like such a boy scout and i don't like him anyway uh but i didn't think that he was great i didn't really like hallie kind of, Bailey, barry as storm i actually and thought I, they butchered and again i uh, think that's the um cyclops, cyclops in the, they in did the movies. and well, I, they wrote him badly yeah. and they I, made him a little biatch not yeah. only was he a boy scout but he kind of yeah. a little bitch too. and i didn't really like hallie barry i i didn't like what they did with storm uh, hallie barry's a great actress but yeah. i didn't like what they did with storm that's debatable uh, or <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't really like Anna Paquin as a rogue, which was my personal favorite like as a Anna girl. Paquin a rogue was my favorite character. Gambit and Rogue were my two favorite. Rogue characters. was cool in the in the uh, Saturday She's, morning cartoon. Yeah, she had that, yeah. That, that bumpkin, that country bumpkin accent. Yeah, and she could beat the tar. I mean, because she's yeah. you know got that strength and she yeah. can fly. Yeah. And we didn't see any of that. No, from Anna Paquin, not at all. Yeah. And that was really disappointing because she was my favorite, and then Gambit, but. All that to say, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, like you said, completely nailed it. Like, incredible. And I feel like he's the reason why these this series continued as much as it did. And it was unfortunate that all those Wolverine movies just really sucked. But there was no better person to play this. We've kind of already covered this with everything Jacob said, but I totally agree with everything you, you said about him. He's just cool, man. And he, it made him a, an A-list superstar. Oh, I mean, he, Wolverine's always been one of the top ones. No, Hugh no, no, Jackman. No, no, oh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. <laughs> yeah, Wolverine is by far the yeah. most popular X-Men that there is. Yeah, okay. Oh, right. I mean, really, he's one. You could make an argument that he ended up becoming Marvel's second most popular superhero, Wolverine. You're going to put Spider-Man first? Oh, easily. I think that's fair. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, when you look close. at top, you know, all-time lists, he's in the top five, usually. Wolverine? Just overall, DC and Marvel, you've got, you know, usually Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, Wolverine. Yeah, um, it's those four, usually. Yeah. Those three easily at the top. Then you could argue Wolverine, Wonder Woman, Hulk, 
Captain America, Hulk, Silver Surfer, yeah, yeah, uh, right. yeah. But but Wolverine is probably top five. Of all I mean, time. my cousin named his son Logan after Wolverine. <laughs> no like, kidding. Yeah, that's that's how into it we were. But Wolverine's I thought cool. I'm gonna name my son Peter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna name my son Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> that's that awesome. Please do that. <laughs> uh, Sorry, future wife. <laughs> But anyway, ditto everything Jacob said. I thought Hugh Jackman was was great, and it is kind of a testament to his range that he's he does a lot of musical theater, and also perfectly pulls off Wolverine. I'm going to be really really sad to see him go. Man, no kidding. It's yeah. just like That's depressing, a, right? It's like losing a family member. Yeah. But but as we discussed before, these these new X Men, the earlier versions that they're doing right now are are outstanding they are really really good they're good stories they're 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 unique stories i you know and the characters are much closer to the way that they should be i help you uh yeah what happened to the school are you a parent sure so hope not who are you i'm hanks you're beast Look at you. I guess you're a late bloomer. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to have to ask you to leave. So where's the professor? There's no professor here. You're pretty strong for a scrawny kid. Come on. Sure there's not a little beast in there? Come on, beastie. I said the school's closed. You need to leave. Not until I see the professor. There's no professor here. I told you that. Look, kid. You and I are going to be good friends. You just don't know it yet. Well, so. they just butchered that third that third one they, so much. But then they but then they apologized but, for it basically with the next it. one. Yeah, they just I don't have yeah. the director's name in front of me, but that director just messed that up. And then Zach, not Zach, I did it again. Brian Singer. Brian, Brian Singer came back in and re just fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Brandon, I don't know who your number one is if it's not Robin Williams is Popeye. Yeah, I, I after you said that, like, I'm still not sure if Popeye's a superhero or not. He's definitely uh, a comic book. Do your character. forearms look like that? No, I mean, it, honestly, if if I would have thought of that, and if I would have thought that he qualified, I'm gonna still put him on my honorable mentions. He would be in my honestly, he would be my number two, if not my number one. Okay, but fair no, enough. I did not think of him. But I do love Robin Williams as Popeye. Um, no guesses. My number one. Favorite? Last 15 years? Uh, no. It's got to be, what's his name is Batman in the 1950s? Adam West? Yeah. No. I dig, dig this, me some Adam you, West. You really <laughs> love Christopher Reeve. It really might be Christopher Reeve. My yeah. number one there you go. is Christopher Reeve Good call, yeah. as yeah. Superman. Jacob already mentioned him earlier. I mean, he... He was the first, really. I mean, yeah, we had Adam West. We had uh, George... Costanza? No. Oh. <laughs> George, who played the Superman in the TV series? It was George... Oh, shoot. I have no idea. Uh, I... Reeves. Oh, yeah. How funny is that? Yeah, <laughs> George George Reeves played Superman in the 50s. No relation? Uh, no, no relation. Well, Christopher is singular. Reeve. Oh, And that's... George is Reeves. Good call. Uh, Good call. But look, there's been all kinds of portrayals of Superman from Brandon Ruth to Henry Cavill, George Reeves, uh, Dean Cain, but nobody will ever... (laughs) Hey, I'm glad you at least said Dean Cain. I didn't think about him earlier. Yeah. Christopher Reeve portrayed being a hero, I think, better than anyone has. He was strong. He was noble. He just portrayed it so well. I grew up with those movies, and I just don't think we'll ever get anyone. And look at that guy. He's Never got seen garbage j- garbage before. Jawline. <laughs> 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 he looks like Superman. He, uh, the dude is Christopher Reeve. You just can't beat him. Like what what else can smile. I say? Yeah, he did. He was awesome. I, I'm not going to say anything. I don't to think you have know. to justify Christopher yeah, Reeve. Everybody knows. Yeah. Thank you. No, 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 it's, it's, it's okay. Clark, let me no, see your hand. No, Give it to me. No, no, it's all right. Let me look at it. You are Superman. Oh, Lois, come on, don't be... So-
I'm sorry. No, you don't have anything to be sorry about. I don't know why I did that. Maybe you wanted to. I don't think I did. Well, maybe you didn't want to with your mind, but maybe you wanted to with your heart. We better talk. I'm in love with you. We really better talk. Christopher Reeve uh, really should have been number one on everybody's list, but they made wrong choices. So that's fine. I know. I just, uh, I just apparently like uh, independent assholes. <laughs> <laughs> really, apparently both do because both your number ones were a holes. Yeah. Uh, now it's time for some honorable mentions. I really like my honorable mentions. Jacob, Me uh, who are some of the people that you we didn't name that you would like to mention? Uh, one in particular, he almost made my list. Um, Jackie Earl Haley from Watchmen. That, I he's knew on, somebody from Watchmen was going to make your list. Rorschach, yeah, as Rorschach. Uh, uh, he, that would be the only one that could, mentions. I would think. Yeah. I mean, really, there's a lot of good casting. This is, I think, this is my favorite, if you want to call it, favorite Zack Snyder movie. But, I, I mean, I... It loves because he nails the comic book. I know, right? (laughs) He nails the comic book so well. And I think, like, Billy Crudup as Dr. Manhattan was a great casting Mm -hmm. choice. Um, I thought Patrick Wilson as Dan Gerber, who was an excellent casting yeah. choice. And also Jeffrey Dean. Dean Morgan as, as the uh, comic. The, what is what's the, his the, name? The, Mr. The comic? No. The, the, the clown? The, oh, man. Just let him go. It'll be fun. We'll <laughs> see what he comes back with. <laughs> the comedian. The comedian. There you go. I mean, so he, he did it with multiple yeah. characters. But Jackie Earl Haley. <laughs> One, what a strange casting choice initially. But then, because you... Because you go from seeing little children, yeah, where, where he's, he's a pederast, right? When and he seems uh, weak and nerdy—not nerdy, but you know—he has doesn't seem like he has a strong voice, right? No. And then he goes and does Rorschach, and it's scary. Yeah. It's dominant. Yeah. It's don't mess with him. Yeah. It's just yeah, he, a cool he did great. Character, huh? He did great. Yeah, I, I just I just really enjoyed that character in particular. It's just a cool character. Yeah, it is uh, a cool with that character. kind of face that constantly moves as yeah. a Rorschach kind of thing. Yeah, just just cool. I want to point out Scarlett Johansson uh, because <laughs> of course I don't you know do. much about Black, Black Widow. Widow, but I think she's done a really good job in all these movies, accepting a secondary type role. They Marvel has done a good job trying to make something more out of her. Yeah. And this is kind of goes to where Scarlett Johansson's becoming more and more of a better actress in the last five to ten years. Mm-hmm. And I just think she's really good. Actually, she's she's convincing athletically too. She is. Now that's camera editing sometimes. Yeah. But she still is convincing. Yeah. Um, she's doing a good job. I still don't really care about the character that much, but she herself is right. Taking what's there and making something of it. Yeah. I love Paul Bettany as the vision. I know I've said this before, and, and I thought about putting it on my list too, but yeah, I think I the vision is such a unique, cool character. And the way that came together writing-wise, as using Jarvis's voice, mm-hmm. it was ingenious how, they, was, how that worked out. Yeah, I agree And uh, to watch him, I, I, you know, I didn't know he was going to be in Civil War because I you know, didn't see the trailers. Yeah. And so I was so stoked, so, yeah. so stoked that not only was he in it, but he was in it a lot. He was. He was, he was in it quite uh, a bit. And, just, uh, and we got to see him being funny, which was, yeah. which was cool. Like, you know, his idea of theology and philosophy is such a, another cool element of his character. Yeah. And Paul Bettany just execute the, executes that perfectly yeah. um, with that English accent. You yeah. know, something about those English accents and Southern South African accents. Yeah. They sound so much more elegant than we do. Yeah. I, I like Gary Oldman as Commissioner Gordon. I, I think it's, it's especially for, especially. For Gary Oldman, who often plays out there characters, and then he plays one of the most straight faced kind of yeah, strong leader type roles. And uh, but I, I think he's a great casting choice and uh, a solid character throughout that, yeah. that whole series. And lastly, I think Chris Hemsworth could not be more of a perfect Thor. He is, he is a great Thor. Thor. Hey, and once again, English speaking yeah. uh, accent, but he looks apart. He looks I the part. When I first heard they're going to do Thor movies, and I was like, "How the heck are they going to pull off blonde hair, blonde beard, and but have a Viking a helmet?" Yeah, <laughs> and then they cast a six foot five, just you know, badass. Stud. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it could not have worked out more perfectly yeah. for, for them. I mean, and there you go. 
Rachel, your honorable mentions. I also had Chris Hemsworth. I did have Paul Rudd as Ant Man, even though he's just playing Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yeah. I did freaking love Paul Rudd I so much. I loved him in the Civil War. So it was so, so much. Funny. I. I I think Chris Evans is a solid choice for Captain he America. He's he worth is. an honorable mention. You know, I've he plays never, a Boy Scout. Well, I've never liked Chris Evans as an actor, and a lot of that kind of goes to the Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, um, but he's grown on me a lot. And actually, I thought he was really good in the Civil Civil War. He was. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't care much for him at all in the first Captain America movie. I didn't um, either, actually. But I think that was more the writing's fault than his fault. I, I would agree with that. I think he was very good in Snowpiercer, and and so I'm warming up to him quite a bit because I've always been really hard good. on him. Plus, I really like him as a human being. I, I, as yeah. I've seen him on Late Night, and he just seems like a cool, down-to-earth yeah. Yeah. good guy. He does. Yep, agreed. What a Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. Mystique is such a freaking cool character. Yeah. I love that choice, character. You know, she could easily come up on a villain's list, too. You know? she could, yes, I she mean, could. she's one of those that could go either way. Yeah. Um, oh, that's cool to hear. You're welcome. Uh, I want to mention Chris Pratt as Star Lord. I, I was shocked. Oh, shit. I, yeah, I couldn't I believe that wasn't shocked. on Jacob's list. I, I, was, I thought he would be on your list, period. I, I didn't write he, his name down on my pad, but yeah, I did put Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy on my iPad here. Yeah. I thought so he might be in your top five. Uh, he, he was... But it's also Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt. It is. It is. But hey, but there's he nothing makes, wrong with that. He makes a great Star-Lord, and that's a big, big reason why Guardians is doing what it's doing. Yeah. I don't want to mention Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. I thought she did a uh, really good job. I love Gwen Stacy. But I love Emma Stone in anything forever, Emma Stone for all time. so good to watch. I mean, I was super her and super bad. She just, she's one of my favorite actresses. She's awesome. It, she also is a good person. Yeah. And, and that's probably the reason why I like her as well. Um, and then for my random picks, I have Patrick Warburton as the tick. I don't know if you ever oh, watched that TV series. Choice. He was hilarious. He was hilarious. That's a great choice. <laughs> uh, I also have Ben Stiller as Mr. Furious. I do too. I do too. Uh, I'm glad you remembered him. So, so funny. And uh, Mickey Rourke as Marv in Sin I have him as well. Oh, nice. Man, I thought I had some really unique ones that you guys. I always think forget of. about Sin City, but y'all are so loyal to that. Uh, movie. I really Sin like Sin City. City. It, it just always, it's like, oh duh, these guys love Sin yeah, City. Yeah, I love Sin City <laughs> so much. Uh, my honorable mentions, I do have to mention Andrew Garfield, who was my favorite Spider-Man before uh, the 20 minutes before, I saw with Tom. I was going to say before like three hours ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we would have done this list three hours ago, he might be my number sorry, one. Sorry, sorry, Andrew. He loses his ranking. He loses his franchise. Not even in the top five anymore. <laughs> now he just goes and does 99 homes. <laughs> I really did like Andrew Garfield, though, Spider-Man. And I am going to mention Tobey Maguire as a shout-out. He was the first Spider-Man, and he might. did some things well. And, and part three is not on him. He had to do some stupid crap. He had to cry and dance and be emo, but that oh, wasn't man. his fault. The dancing. Um, I got to mention, since we're doing some secondary characters, even though he's not a hero, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson was, oh, he was, great. was so good. He yeah. was J. Jonah Jameson yep. to a T. Yep. Uh, and I would like to mention Emma Stone from the Amazing Spider-Man movies as well. Okay, that's really my Spider-Man movies. list. Yeah, yeah, she was really, really good. Uh, of course, i got to mention Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. I'm going to mention Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, Chris Evans, Captain America, Chris Hemsworth, Thor, Chris Pratt, Star-Lord, your list. Hugh Jackman, <laughs> Boom. Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, Jackie Earl, Haley from The Watchmen, which I thought was going to be unique. Screw you guys. I also <laughs> had Ron Perlman as Hellboy. He was on my honorable mentions. Nice. I thought nobody would say Mickey Rourke from Marv. Uh, as Marv you should have known I wasn't going to miss that. But I should have known. And then I thought you would not think of Ben Stiller and Mr. Furious. But one that nobody brought up, uh, Michael Keaton I was as a, the original Batman. If you didn't bring him up, I was going to wait to the end. I thought it was interesting that no Batmans had been brought up yeah, yet. Yeah, no Batman. And how weird is it that I'm the one bringing up a Batman? That is pretty awesome. I think it's yeah. the shirt. Yeah. It must but You're channeling actually, your inner Batman. <laughs> I actually will admit I did like the first Batman movie, the 1989 with Michael Keaton and, and Jack Nicholson. Yep. I actually did like that movie, and I think Michael Keaton played a really strong uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman. I'm not going to go on about it because it's Batman, but I do think that Michael Keaton was a really good. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah, yeah <laughs> he was so good in it. Which what a, what an interesting casting choice too because he just did like Beetlejuice. You oh, know? he was and he was considered a comic a guy, you know. Uh, uh, being 
13 years old at the time. I remember the fervor. Awesome. Uh, uh, people were getting mad. Batman fans were upset because they didn't think that he could pull it off because he was a comedian, basically. Really? He was a comic actor. Uh, but he did, he did great. I love that nobody brought up Christian Bell because screw the Dark well, Knight. Yeah. Um, it's that voice. <laughs> it's the voice. It really is. Yeah. Uh, and the way he's written, he's got no personality. I will say, and I think we all agreed on this, that uh, Ben Affleck was pretty good. I yeah. like Ben Affleck. Yeah. I like Ben Affleck more than I like Christian Bell. Agreed. I just um, don't like Christian Bale some a lot of the time. I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, mostly it. I like him as in the boxer. And I liked him in the fighter. Uh, the fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him in the fighter, and I liked him in American Psycho. Hey, American Psycho. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention, just because nobody else will, Robin Williams, Popeye, but uh, William Catt from a TV show called The Greatest American Hero. Oh, uh, good job. Love that. Uh, my mom had a huge crush on this guy, and the theme song was a like a top 40 hit. And my last one, I want to bring up Corey Feldman as the voice of Michelangelo. I didn't know if that the, counted. I really thought about no, including him. No, he was a voice of Donatello. As Donatello, I'm sorry. As Donatello in the original Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles. He was a great voice character. He was. He, was. he really was. Uh, I'm going to count him just so I can... You know, I said this. When we we talked about him. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a couple weeks ago, and I said that they dropped all the voices from that from that first movie. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They only just... Corey Feldman was the only one who didn't resign. All uh, the other character voices were still there. It oh. just was a secretly it was just a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is our top five favorite superhero comic book portrayals uh, and some honorable mentions. Be sure to listen next week. We're going to have a fun uh, podcast next week because we're going to review in honor of Bates Motel season finale. We're going to review Psycho. Jacob has never seen it before. The original, that is. But yeah, I have seen, this, I have seen the remake yeah. with Vince Vaughn. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so we're going to review Psycho, and then we'll have a top five list that goes along with Psycho as well. Be sure to listen next week to Pulp Fiction. Thank you for listening.